All right. Well, thanks so much for doing this. We appreciate it. Of course. Um, so we'll just, uh, we'll just get right into it and kind of go wherever it takes us. This is, uh, anybody who didn't listen to the last episode, let me get, just get you caught up to speed here. In the last episode, Brian and I were talking about, um, we were talking about the monkeys, which led us into Amy Dolan's, yep. which led us into Miracle Beach, uh, which led us into the fantastic Dean Cameron. Sounds like my wedding night. <laughs> which, uh, you know, it, it started making, it, it, I just decided, hey, what if, uh, what if we can get Dean Cameron on the show? And well, uh, if, if you've seen my work, you'll know that I'll do anything. So, <laughs> and anything includes coming to talk to us, thankfully. Yeah. So, uh, we're, we're glad to have you. Cool. Um, where does Miracle Beach stand on the list of thing, the list of movies that you're recognized for? Uh, um, small number fortunately i i yeah. refer to that movie as miserable beach oh really <laughs> yeah it's it's one that I, I i rarely talk about and uh i it's not a it was it's not it's not good i don't like it so oh, oh okay well, all right okay we'll <laughs> not. <laughs> i mean it, you know like george clooney jokes about batman and uh-huh. um I'm not there yet with Miracle Beach, so okay. <laughs> I'm not. I'm not as that mature. You know, <laughs> well, it, it hasn't been that long since it was made, so maybe that's the problem. <laughs> yeah, only thirty years or so. Right? Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. I, I hear thirty-five is the key. The key marker you want is to get that, past. Is that there. it? Okay. Yeah. Looking so forward we'll, to that. we'll check in in a few years, and it'll we'll be good to go. <laughs> <laughs> good. <laughs> All right. So that's just, I just wanted to, you know, give a little background of, of how we got to you. And, uh, and then we'll just go into a regular discussion of the things that we usually talk about on this podcast and, uh, things that you might have something to say about, cause you're a person and, uh, you experience <laughs> these things. A human, human type person. Cool. Yeah. Human type person. Right. So, um, last night I was at the grocery store and I came out and there's Congratulations. a- Congratulations. Were, were your parents upset or was it- <laughs> <laughs> I came out of the grocery store. Oh, oh, gotcha, sorry. <laughs> and um, there's a guy parked in front of the store and he gets out of his car and goes into the store and just leaves his car running like in the fire lane in front of the store. And- I'm wondering, doesn't isn't that kind of gutsy just to sit there and let the car run? Like, wouldn't you be worried about somebody stealing the damn car? Well, I mean, maybe he was either a shoplifter or uh, possibly getting <laughs> ready to rob the store. Yeah, <laughs> yeah getaway cars right there. Yeah, could have I mean, been. A, was it what kind of car was it? Was it a crappy car? Could he well, see, to get it? See, that's that's the thing. It like. It was a newer car, but it was a Nissan, like a late model Nissan. But it definitely could have been, 
you know, something that maybe he was trying to get the insurance money for or something. But yeah, I didn't even, I didn't even think about the idea that maybe he was going in to rob the place. Hey, man. Or, maybe, or maybe he's a good person who trusts humanity to do the right thing and knows that no one's going to steal his car. No, oh, he'll get, he'll get, uh, he'll get fixed from that belief real quick. <laughs> remind me, remind me not to move where you are. <laughs> <laughs> well, when you see, you know, they, they release that list every year of, uh, the most stolen cars, you know, the, yes. the makes and models most stolen. And it's always like Honda Accord or right. Toyota Camry or whatever. Right. I, I I never see Nissan at the top of the list, so maybe that guy doesn't really have have yeah. much to worry about. Right. Um, it reminds me of a good stolen car story, though. My my uh, my when I was a kid, my grandparents lived in Queens, just just on the edge of Queens, New York. Sorry. So and sorry. <laughs> it was a good place to to see them as when I was a kid to go visit. But because um, you know where not to end up, right? Yeah, yeah. There you go. <laughs> my uh, my grandpa was a steel worker or an iron worker, oh. and he he had to uh, take the train to you know whatever project he was working on every day. And he, he came home from work one day a little later than usual, and my grandma's like, "What what happened? How come you're late?" And he tells her that the car got stolen, and at first she didn't believe him, but then like, he was like, no, I took the bus home. Like, you know, <laughs> where, look outside, where do you think the damn car is? <laughs> wow. And, and, um, so, you know, he does whatever. And then the next day he takes her car, goes to work and he's late coming home again. Oh no. <laughs> and her car got stolen too. Oh. <laughs> he had cars stolen on consecutive days. Wow. Were they Nissans? <laughs> no. <laughs> no, one would have been a Ford. They were. They both would have been Fords because their son, their son worked for Ford, okay. so they only drove Fords. But um, so Dean, when you're in New York, don't bring your Ford because it's a hot commodity there. So f- fun fact: when I I moved to Los Angeles from Norman, Oklahoma, when I was 17, and I uh-huh. had, I had a 1976 Firebird. Which was nice, beautiful red. All right. And so when I moved out here, I was supposed to live in a house, rented house, with these three other actors. And the house kept getting. We were never able to move into it. And every every week it was like, next week it'll be available. Next week it'll be available. Well, two of the guys were going to USC. They had a one bedroom apartment by USC. So there were four of us crammed into this one bedroom apartment in USC. And since there was no room, I kept everything that I owned in my car uh, by USC. Um, so one weekend, so the, the apartment kept getting pushed away, pushed away. And so about a, in, about a month after I was here, uh, we went up to Santa Barbara for the weekend and I came back and we drove down the street where my car was because I needed to get some underwear or something and, and the car was gone and everything I owned was stolen oh, no. and gone. Yeah. So that was my my welcome to Los Angeles. <laughs> wow. In, uh, October of 1980. Yeah, it's funny, exciting. So. Way, way to hang in there, not just bail and be like, screw it. Yeah, well, it, what's funny is, you know, I called my mom and... I, you know, I have a kid now. And so I called my mom and said, Hey, my car was stolen. And she said, what are you going to do? 
Like, okay, that's, and, and now having a, a kid, that is actually not the first sentence that would come out of my mouth. <laughs> called me, my 17 year old son called me from a giant city saying my car was stolen. Anyway, there's a different time. Yeah. Yeah. She, she, uh, she might have had a cocktail or five. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, you're on your own there, buddy. Figure yeah. it out. Yeah. You're the one who wanted to be an actor, you dumbass. <laughs> right. You better you better book some commercials real quick. <laughs> that's awesome. Yeah. Well, uh, and, and like it, that's not losing. That's not like losing a car in New York. You know, you can be a you can do without a car in New York, but in LA, like yeah. I was, I was doing public transportation for three months out here. It was it was a good motivator to be successful. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'm sure. Um, well, you made it. Uh, yeah. um, all right. Well, moving on from that, uh, Brian, my co-host here, Dean, is half Asian. His mom is Japanese. Okay. Yes, that's right. <laughs> <laughs> and, <laughs> I'm, I'm not going to say anything. <laughs> and we've been, okay, so we've been friends since 1989. Okay, so 30 years we've been friends. And for most of those years, he has joked about how he has heightened senses because he's aging. <laughs> he always refers to them as heightened Asian senses. I mean, vision, hearing, smell, taste. I mean, everything. It's just naturally heightened. <laughs> wow. Yeah, it, pretty remarkable. So... Brian, you're the person that I thought of when I when I heard this next story. It's very very Douglas Murray. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, this woman is in Australia, or a woman from Australia in 2012, claims that she can. She's at a conference in the UK about Parkinson's disease, where the scientists are preventing findings on Parkinson's. And she raises her hand and she says that she can smell the Parkinson's on her husband <sighs> and says, she says his scent changed a couple of years ago or like six years ago. And then he was diagnosed with Parkinson's and I can smell it on it. And the researchers like, no, oh, you're full of shit that I've never heard of that. Like, that's not possible. It just kind of like brushes her off. And then months later, he's talking to one of his colleagues and the colleague says, no, it is possible. You should track that lady down and talk to her. So he tracks her down and talks to her and tries not to dismiss her. And then they have her do a, they decide to test her, okay? So they give her 12 shirts that have been worn by people, six of whom had Parkinson's and six of whom didn't, okay? She guessed who had Parkinson's. She got 11 of the 12 shirts right by smell, identifying who had Parkinson's. And they were like, oh, that's pretty good. You only missed one. You said this person had Parkinson's when they don't. And then a year later, that guy was diagnosed with Parkinson's too. Wow. Holy shit. So he knew, she knew that, they had, that he had Parkinson's before the scientists even knew that she that the guy had parkinson's so 
what ended up happening? Did they study her? Yeah. So that came from an article that basically said people, they think, it, they think it's going to be possible to start smelling diseases on people. That like it's possible and we just don't know how to do it. Was this woman Asian? (laughs) (laughs) Well, she was from Australia, so that's close. Yeah, possibly. (laughs) Well, I... Well, well, yesterday these uh, Asian senses should have helped me out. So I was leaving a house yesterday uh, uh, when I was working, and I was walking to my car and uh, parked right under under this big like willow tree. And it's you know leafy and waving. It was you know little windy out yesterday, and uh, you know I'm. At the trunk of the car, and s- something hits me, and I look down, and there's like m- m- uh, mud on my arm, and I'm just like, "Wow, that's really strange. Why is there mud falling from the sky?" And I <laughs> look at my shoulder, and there is that like hallmark white and brown spot right on my shoulder—a fucking bird shit on me. <laughs> so has anybody been crapped on by by a bird? It's kind of irritating, but the odds of it like make me feel lucky, sorta. Oh, you're an well, optimist. Well, right. I mean, because of the aim it takes, the perfect timing. I mean, what are the odds? It's like the uh the thing in GARP when they're looking for the house and the hear. plane crashes into the house. And he says, I'll buy the house right now. And they say, why would you buy the house? He said, well, what are the odds of it ever getting hit by a plane again? (laughs) There you go. (laughs) I've I've been pooped on by a bird and I always internalize it that I deserve it and I'm a horrible person. But I like that you spun it. I guess that's an Asian thing because you're so popular. (laughs) It is. Yeah. Um, we might be having some uh, slight technical difficulties with Brett right now. I think he's you back on. Uh, hang on, I'm trying okay. to not hear anything, so I'm trying to. I hear you. Out. So, so usually, Dean, this podcast is uh, recorded on this website here before the. Um, coronavirus shut down. We were uh, recording at my house. Uh, then we thought we would be be uh, responsible and um, you know not come to my house and be by by one another talking and spitting and uh, <laughs> uh, and uh, we haven't had any issues ever. But of course, we have you on tonight, and there's all these kind of glitches happening. <laughs> so you're 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 blaming me? That's cool. Well, no, no. no. <laughs> <laughs> well, always, right. If, if I've learned anything in showbiz, it is this: always, <laughs> always blame the actors. <laughs> you back on? 
Oh, it's it's. Hang on. You sound great, Brett. I don't yeah. Know you are. Well, I, I regarding the uh, lady who can smell Parkinson's. Mm-hmm. I remember, and I put a link in our thing here about animals that are able to smell cancer. Okay. Uh, there's a link, and I remember, and uh, I, I don't know if it was ever. It, it seems like an extraordinary claim that should be investigated, but. Right. Well, I mean, it makes there's some cat that that could, you know, sense cancer or something. Right. No, I would imagine that like maybe a German shepherd can, maybe bears can. I I think bears have have a sense of smell that's like 500 times the human or something. So when you have a powerful smell, you can smell whatever you want, I guess. <laughs> yeah. And, and yeah, I guess we have evolved to be sort of, uh, resistant to sickness and people who are sick. So right, maybe there is that somewhere in there, some sort of thing. I don't know. All right. Hello. I think I'm back. Okay. Oh, yeah. Um, you sound awesome. We sound great. Yeah. Yeah. The sound is, Fine. The just the output isn't working on in any way, so I can hear Brian. Well, my my waveform looks rather um, tiny on the thing. So yeah, that, that muted me. I don't know. I mean, yeah, because I hear both of you fine. We aren't really amateurs. <laughs> <laughs> you could have fooled me. Yeah, yeah. I think I think we're I think we're fooling ourselves too. Don't, don't, don't sell yourself short. Don't sell yourself short. <laughs> um, but so reading about this, uh, you know, smelling smelling thing, they they had a little background about you know other ways that diseases have been detected over the years, except for you know uh, clinical tests. And they talked about this doctor in 1776 where he was studying why this guy was sick. So he, he evaporated the patient's urine <laughs> and noticed the leftovers smelled and tasted like sugar. <laughs> uh, how, how committed of a scientist do you have to be to evaporate somebody's urine and then taste what's left over to see what it tastes like. Did he boil it? Did he boil the piss? I don't know. They said he said he evaporated it. I don't know if that means boiling or just sitting it out till it evaporates. I get or how committed to perversion do you have to be <laughs> to get a whatever medical license or doctor certification at the time to you know go around boiling people's urine? Right? Did we just trace back the founder of like water sports and golden showers? <laughs> wow! <laughs> really, it was it was just some poor guy who couldn't get his hands on some sugar. <laughs> so he's like, "Yeah, I'll try this." There you go. Wow, that was a high end spice back then. I mean, <laughs> it really was. Yeah, well, it's uh, it, you know, I, I'm I'm glad I'm not a doctor back then. But. It kind of makes you wonder, like, 
what else he tried to research really i mean convince people to let him do you mean right oh yeah absolutely because if you're willing to taste dried up pee in the taste profile then you're pretty much willing to do whatever and it's like hey so what does this dried up shit taste like so what are we trying to prove here (laughs) yeah yeah they were uh they were you know heroes they were heroes back then. absolutely Absolutely. I mean, I, I don't. I think I'd rather be a doctor than a patient back then. Oh, for sure. And you know, the uh, I, I read this interesting thing years ago about going further back, like royalty in, in England and other other countries with royalty. Mm-hmm. The uh, the ones who had doctors tended to die more than people who didn't have doctors back then. Oh. Because so like a, a king would have all these doctors and like bureaucrats, they all had to make decisions. So they'd all go, yeah, bleed him. And right. so he'd, have, <laughs> he'd have 12 doctors who were bleeding him and, and they, the guy would die. So right. it was better to not have a doctor. <laughs> well, they say that's what killed uh, George Washington was that his doctors bled him. And, yes, exactly. You know, he could have, he could have recovered from whatever ailed him, but the uh the doctors did him in so exactly i think you're right you're 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 better off not getting sick or you know not having a doctor and just trying to get through it yourself back in the uh back in the old days right right. i think now it's probably better have a doctor (laughs) i I hope so yeah kind of wonder maybe Well, I mean, really, it's just, you know, the the uh, the guessing has just become more sophisticated. Now, yeah. Yeah. Today, today, it's more of an uh, educated guess. Right? Yeah. They're like, well, I mean, this usually happens. So let's try this. Right. Right. Seems good. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'll, I'll make it through. Have, uh, have you ever played a doctor, Dean? Uh, briefly on... Oh, I don't remember the name of the show. Hmm. Did, yeah, did you feel, I have. Did you feel more uh, qualified to give medical advice afterwards? Not at all. <laughs> did you have to research the role? No, it was uh, it was during the time when I had sort of stopped trying to be an actor, and I would go on like, auditions for really small parts and. Uh, and book a lot of them. It yeah. Was a, it was a weird thing. So, right. Yeah. So I well, didn't care. I just didn't care, which is nice. It's great. For right. me. Yeah. Well, one of the, uh, like mod, I don't want to, I feel, I feel like sometimes I throw, throw around the term snake oil salesman too much because I, I don't have that level of distrust, but like <laughs> I read this article about superfoods. Uh-huh. And like every time I hear somebody talk about, you know, some miracle superfood, I think yeah, marketing. Snake oil salesman, yeah. <laughs> you know. It's good marketing. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Beets good. and kale. Right. Okay. Did I mean, beets say- and kale probably good, but yeah. Yeah, don't, I don't know. Don't 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 talk shit about beets. <laughs> I'm not <laughs> okay. talking crap about beets, but I mean what is your um, definition uh, of a 
superfood like well superfoods beets were included on this list that i saw okay. it, it was 20 superfoods beets for the record are fantastic okay (laughs) what's your what's your opinion on beets me yeah yeah Yeah. uh they disgust me okay dean you're letting me down man sorry that's all right i may have never had them prepared correctly you know yeah think of that smart guy (laughs) 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 i'll send you a recipe okay you, you can you, yeah. you can try them and, and see what you think. Okay. Um, I'm I'm doing the verbal uh, equivalent of writing in the air, taking a phone number from someone. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, great. I love to. Yeah, good. Yeah, send me the recipe. Yeah, yeah. I can't can't wait to get that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Sure. yeah. <laughs> I'll, I'll be sure to make that right away. Exactly. Brett's beats. <laughs> <laughs> But I mean, you know, you are quarantined. So what the hell else are you going to do? Not eat that recipe you said. <laughs> <laughs> All right, that's fine. That's fine. Whatever. Yeah. Um, more for me. Yeah. So on this, beets was on this list, and they were like they were you know going from the least likely superfood to like the one that had the most superfood like qualities but most of them are just health food so like even if you're eating them you're not doing anything bad you know like you might as well but so the number one superfood they had was blueberries which you can't go wrong eating blueberries no so why not right but then the the number two food was turmeric wow which that's that's a spice it's not even a food Right. Isn't it uh, uh, turmeric? Yeah. 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 Okay. All right. However you say it. <laughs> <laughs> That's a root, right? Yeah. yeah. That's a root-based spice. Yeah. yeah. Wow. Yeah. So, I mean, I who knows? I don't I – was, <laughs> I was pretty skeptical of the whole damn thing. So, um, but the other thing that – one of the things they had on there was kimchi – which is supposed to be good um, probiotic. Okay. Kimchi is awesome. Yeah, I like kimchi. Kim, kimchi is awesome. And I actually just got some the other day. Went to Whole Foods, got some kimchi, come home, open it up. It's still fermenting inside, obviously. Always. Always. So I, and I put it on the counter and it's like bubbling over out of the top of the jar. And then I made my little Korean burrito that I made and ate that. I felt that stuff bubbling in my stomach the rest of the night. <laughs> so like, I don't know if it's a superfood or not, but it's a super reactive food. <laughs> well, who knows? I mean, I don't know if it does what it says it's supposed to do, but. Um, need to point something out here. Uh, on my screen, Dean's waveforms, they're, is none. Oh, but it, well, it wasn't talking. What well, about now? Yeah, but it should be flat, and now you're not there. Yeah, there's there's like no line at all. It's uh, well, I see I see in my waveform. Oh, okay. oh, you do. Okay, yeah. all right. 
Keep it rolling then. All right. We, we're going to uh, reevaluate our relationship with Zencaster after this. We've never had a third person on. I know. I know when we have to have it, when we have to count on it, it's kind of failing us. Yeah. Uh, well, this podcast sponsored by Zencaster. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Zencaster. So uh, you, uh, Brett mentioned like, no, we're in quarantine. What are you doing? Wait, so, we're what? We're in what? Brett mentioned we're in quarantine. Yeah. Uh huh. Have you heard about that? Since yes. when? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, so what are the foods that you're eating? Like me personally, I'm kind of eating more junk food. We're talking like more potato chips. Yeah. More like summer sausage, more just like shit. Yeah. I, How I'm, about you? Uh, I'm eating, the foods I'm eating are all the foods. Okay. <laughs> but yeah, definitely comfort, comfort, you know, chips and guacamole and salsas and anything crunchy. Um, yeah. I've also taken a hankering to making a, uh, turkey bacon and avocado sandwiches nice okay, okay that's yeah. healthy no it's bread. <laughs> it's bread bread and mayonnaise and yeah but the avocado but, and turkey bacon cancel yeah. it out oh okay good to know <laughs> yeah at least it's turkey bacon and not pork bacon right. you know yeah, yeah. but I, i'm the, the right side on these things dean not not to sound like a complete actor but i'm, I'm the heaviest i've been in years like maybe five yeah years. so it's, it's crazy okay. brian and i were just saying the same thing that you know I, I i had recently lost some weight and then i you know i've put put on you know probably eight pounds in the past month just from out of control eating so right. i i heard somebody refer to it as you know everybody's going to gain the covid 19 right yeah. <laughs> so uh we're all going to have some work to do afterwards but Turkey bacon, avocado, and what else? Mayo, you said? A little mayo on the bread, a little pepper. Pepper, yeah. pepper makes everything better. It does. it does. And the salt from the turkey bacon probably goes goes yeah. well with it. Yes. Yeah. It's good. So I've been eating that. And, um, you know, and we like uh, uh, El Pollo Loco. We get El Pollo Loco about once a week. Okay. Big old thing of chicken from a plate of loco, nice. which is really good. It's very salty. It's very salty chicken, but yeah, it's, it's yummy. And are are you a drinker? Y- yes. <laughs> all right. All right. What do you drink usually? Um, well, on Thursday nights, I play poker with some guys online, and I I have uh, uh, whiskey, just straight whiskey, a couple okay. shots of that. Okay. And, and I like I like IPA beer because I'm an asshole. Okay, what? Well, hey, Hoppy's good. And so there's a beer, like a, a very hipster beer called Pliny the Elder. Yep. Right? Okay, so there's a little market by my house, and they sell it, but it's always out because all the hipsters are always buying bottles of it. But okay. they're nowhere to be found. So now I'm the hipster buying all the bottles of that. <laughs> okay, okay. We have that hipster problem in uh indiana because we live by three floyds and and uh for years there was a beer 
that was always out. Hipsters bought it. They actually, actually, when this beer came out, it originally came out and came out in like 1996, and it didn't really sell well. Then they changed the 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 uh, name of it to uh, Zombie Dust, and then all of a sudden it fucking sells. Huh. Couldn't find it. Um, Zombies are hot. Yeah. Dan, I'm actually drinking some Four Roses bourbon as we speak, so I'm right there with you. Well, I just – I made a uh, – I had a a, – an old fashioned that I made with, I just forgot the name of it because I just had an old fashioned. So okay. sorry. Yeah. Do you have a whiskey preference? Um, yeah, and I just forgot the name. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> uh, sorry. We're we're uh, we're we're cocktail. Uh, well, Brian's more of a cocktail fan. I'm more of your IPA guy. So oh, cool. We're we're on the same wavelength with with the drinks. That's yeah. for sure. Hard to go wrong with a good IPA. I like I like Buffalo Trace is good. Okay, Buffalo Trace is good. Yep. But the uh, I forgot the name of one. I'm trying to find it right now. No. Whatever. But yeah. what's I, I just started drinking uh, within the last like four years. I stopped when I was eight, 18. And, uh, so before the legal age, you stopped drinking. <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs> exactly. Uh, Knob Creek, Knob Creek, twelve year old. Oh, okay. Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah. So yeah, I did a I did an episode of uh, Always Sunny in Philadelphia, and long story short, I ended up having dinner with the guys, and they they were all having a beer like adults, and mm-hmm. I wasn't, and. Charlie asked me why I wasn't. He said, "Oh, are you in the program?" And I said, "Oh, no, I just, I just stopped." And he said, "Why?" And I said, I, "I don't know. When I was eighteen, I figured I should just not drink. It'd probably be better." Right. And so then uh, he sort of looked at me like, "You? That sounds crazy." So that's <laughs> um, Charlie Day. <laughs> yeah, so exactly. So on the on the uh, plane ride back from Mammoth Mountain to L.A. Um, they Alaska Airlines had a free like you could have a craft beer for free, and I thought, well, if I have a beer and lose my mind, this is the perfect place to do it because they'll strap me down and. <laughs> so I, ha- I had a I had ordered a craft beer and I had the beer and and nothing happened. I didn't feel anything, and so nothing so happened that. I forgot about it. And it was like two days later, I said to my wife, Oh, by the way, after I on the plane, I, I had a beer and she, she lost her mind. So anyway, Oh no, I mean, it was fine. It was fine. She was like, who are you? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> now, uh, uh, when you hung out with those guys, I watched that show off and, and they seem like very down to earth guys. Yeah. Are they, yeah. Are, are they like that? I mean, they- all, all of them. Yeah. I mean, I, I was with them and Danny DeVito. We mm-hmm. had dinner and it was uh, great. They were just, just uh, I mean, first of all, being on that show was an honor and they wrote a part for me and all that. Mm-hmm. So that was super cool, but they were really nice. And right. the, the heart, the, the worst thing about that show is, you know, they all write it. Right. And so when you're doing a scene, 
you know, and, and it's the close-ups on you, they're all the shouting stuff. They're going, try this, try this, do this, do this. And so with the director, you know, so there's four people going, do this, do this. So that was a little weird for me, but mm-hmm. I, I mean, it was fine. It was, and I'm not complaining. It was, it was cool, but right. it, it was for, when that first started happening, it's like, Oh, okay. This is okay. Of course. Yeah. It makes sense. So. Right. And, and uh, was your character based off an older, older movie because you had the longer hair yeah well the the at the end it, it yeah it was based it, at the end the wig comes off and oh, yeah. and they go oh even his wig is bullshit so um <laughs> yeah it was all about like those sort of it, it they're really brilliant so the, there's all these levels to that episode so i, I thought it's cool hmm. But it happened to be about the sort of the, the thinking of the time when those Porkies and ski movies were made. And, right. And, yeah. Porkies. I forgot about that. I have to watch that. Ugh. <laughs> That's probably what it would be like. Right. I was, uh, I was, I mean, I saw it back when it came out in 80, whatever, and I thought it was offensive then. So yeah. <laughs> now it would just, yeah. It's, it's, yeah. Yeah. Um, well, Brian and I have this kind of weird, um, this weird, I don't know, like synchronicity or like coincidental things that happen. Like frequently we'll, we'll be talking about things on here and then we'll find that it ties to something else hmm. or, you know, there's some coincidence that arrives. Like the other day we, on one of the previous episodes, we were talking about um, the conspiracy theory that Stevie Wonder can actually see. <laughs> have you heard have you heard about this? okay okay well here, here you go so i used to work at the chinese theater mm-hmm. the famous man's chinese theater Grom's uh-huh. chinese theater and so there is there used to be this projectionist booth up at the very top of it and once i don't know at some point they moved that but that became the vip lounge so i was there in 1982 or 81 this movie called one from the heart directed by francis ford coppola came out it was this musical that he did with frederick Forrest and uh anyway so but stevie wonder came to see it with a bunch of people <laughs> okay so- and I, I sat him it, it was called the cafe lounge and i took him up to the cafe lounge like oh cool stevie wonder's here with like three other people took him up there and i was walking down i was like wait a minute Stevie Wonder, Stevie Wonder can't see. So, but he was probably there to hear the songs and stuff. But, uh, right. yeah, but it adds maybe adds to the the conspiracy theory that he can see. Right. All right. Well, we'll we'll, we'll put that as another piece of evidence to be considered. Right. 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 There's a bunch of people out there that know <laughs> that he can actually see. They claim that he drives sometimes, which you know I don't know how accurate that is. I love the internet. Right. (laughs) (laughs) Well, so we were talking about Stevie Wonder the other day, and then the the next day I find out that it it, it just happened to be Stevie Wonder's birthday. So we were talking about Stevie Wonder on Stevie Wonder's birthday. Oh, nice. And then – then in, in our in our last episode, we were talking. I had shown my kids um, uh, Back to the Future mm-hmm. this past weekend, and so we were talking about that on our previous episode. And we were talking about how um, uh, Eric Stoltz originally got the part of Marty McFly, right? And 
we were talking about how weird it would have been to see Eric Stoltz in, in that, uh, in that role. And then I'm listening to a podcast last night and I find out that Eric Stoltz has, has a roommate way back in Hollywood. Yeah. Dean Cameron. Is that right? It's, it's true. Yeah. He was one of the, when I was talking about the four guys living in the one bedroom apartment, that was, yeah, he was one of them. Oh, okay. Yeah. So, um, do you, was that, that was pre his back to the future days? Yeah. Although I knew him then I knew him when I, I, I mean, he actually called me the day he got fired from that. So yeah, it's just, oh, man, someday I'll tell that story. Like I, not now. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, but yeah, it, it was just, just, it was just bizarre that like we were just talking about Eric Stoltz and then like, that that also led us to talking about you later in that episode. You know, oh, cool. <laughs> I think it was the same episode that we talked about the two of you. Nice, without even knowing that you guys had been roommates at one point. Yeah, it was uh, it was me and uh, Eric, and then Anthony Edwards or Tony Edwards. We knew him as Tony Edwards, and then um, Tony got his own place, and then. Uh, Eric went to college with Ali Sheedy. And so we were all roommates. We had this house in Van Nuys. It was pretty cool. That's cool. Um, And then the the other thing that uh, I didn't realize that Carl Reiner directed summer school. Yeah. Until I was looking that up the other day. And we had mentioned Carl Reiner on a previous episode because he and Mel Brooks still have dinner every night together. Have you heard about that? Yeah, I, I believe they do. Yeah. Yeah, and they've they've been friends like yeah, I don't know, like sixty years or seventy years or something like that. Yeah, they're uh, the only ones who are still alive. Yeah, yeah, that's (laughs) yeah, yeah. I think they're both like in their you know upper nineties or something like that. Um, but yeah, because Brian and I had talked about that on uh on one of the early episodes of the of the of this podcast a few months ago about how you know that's that's going to be us like you know fifty years from now when we're in our nineties, you know, just. And everybody else is dead and we're just hanging on. We'll be doing a podcast still. Yeah. Right. right. But we're talking about, talking about walkers and you no know, <laughs> and continents. Right. Yeah. <laughs> talking about that time that uh that Dean Cameron was on the podcast and right. uh, and it all messed right. up. <laughs> all all the problem. Dean Cameron wasn't our show. <laughs> <laughs> He ruined it. The audio was horrible. <laughs> I'm never going to forgive you. <laughs> uh, so do you have, do you have an Alexa at your house or like uh, any, any of that technology stuff? We do. Yeah. I, lo- I love the Alexa. We have it everywhere. Yeah, I do too. But I had the weirdest thing happen today. So um, both Brian and I are big Pearl Jam fans. I'm sorry. Well, oh wait, hang on. <laughs> hang on. <No. laughs> are are you not feeling the Pearl Jam Dean? I like their first album that came out and then I don't know. Yeah, yeah. All, all right. All right. <laughs> well uh, let that slide. That's okay. But it's you know, who I mean, I who cares what music people like? I mean yeah. We we talk about that all the time about how people like what they like. Yeah. Do you, I mean, do you care what your mom likes? You still love your mom, right? <laughs> yeah. yeah. I think, yeah. you know, being younger, like 20, 25 years ago, 
for some reason it was like kind of a kind of a weird weird insult if you uh, if you liked a certain type of music or yeah. or people didn't like what you like but then as you get older you got pissed off if people liked what you like because you heard them first they're your band exactly uh, but then now it's just like who music is music and anybody should just listen to music for whatever reason who cares yeah i mean now if you if you know someone who likes a band you like that's current mm-hmm. it's amazing oh you've heard of them oh, that's, that's super cool right exactly exactly but yeah no it was, i mean there were there were social lines drawn based on the on types of music the punks and the rockers and the mm-hmm. metalheads and you know all that yeah all that stuff Doesn't, yeah i don't know if it exists now does that it does that still is the, that a big thing in LA? I mean, I I don't know. Okay, I, I, I don't know. I, but I do know. You know, I have a kid who uh, he's ten, and he I mean he likes uh, the the two guys, the drummer and the other guy. Uh, uh, the uh, the black keys. No, the other the other two person band. Uh, white stripes. No, they're, they're more current than white stripes. Anyway, <laughs> um, but he likes them. But he he also he likes Rush and Zeppelin and stuff. And I, I don't. I feel sort of weird because I feel like if you know, I was ten and I was really into Elvis and Jerry Lee Lewis, mm-hmm. I'd be missing out on all, all of this current music that's going on. But I don't know where to find it. I mean, we've got. You know, Amazon Music and Spotify and all that. It's weird. It's a difficult thing. Right. Um, one of the things I do is I, you know, I look up music on YouTube. I do it kind of, like I'm kind of anti-Spotify. Um, I go through it on my own, sort of. And you end up, you uh, find a rabbit hole. It just like opens up. Yeah, see yeah. who influence who, and just keep going. So, but do you feel? Does it make you feel um, old, or just weird if your ten year old is into Rush, and he he might call it like classic, right? It is classic rock, but when you grew up on it, it's not classic rock. It was completely unpopular and everyone hated it. Right. And, and uh, yeah, but now it's, it's classic rock. Right. Uh, it, uh, 21 pilots is the band I was trying to. Oh, like. oh okay. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So I, I like them, but um, I don't know. Yeah. It's, it's weird. I, I, I think I, I would prefer if he, cause the whole point of being a kid is you like music that your parents hate. Right. right. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, and uh, he he doesn't. So, right. yeah. <laughs> so yeah. I mean, I'm sure there's time. We've got we got a few more years. So. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Well, uh, one of my sons is 13, and we we were going to go to see Pearl Jam uh, in concert up in Hamilton, Ontario, in March, and had tickets and passports and everything, and we were set to go. And then, of course, the concert was canceled. So. Uh, missed out on a good trip but hopefully they'll reschedule it next year and it'll be a be an experience to share it with them yeah. um, 
and you know he he hasn't rebelled against the stuff that i like yet so hopefully i'll get him you know entrenched in pearl jam enough that he won't won't rebel um but you you play music right you're a bassist i think uh, yeah i, I did played on records and stuff like that and bands and all that good stuff yeah are you still doing it i am I'm, i mean not right now because you can't there's no right to play, but uh yeah cool um but I, so I started talking about Alexa and Pearl Jam and all of that because oh, right. I'm I was sitting I'm I'm working from home and you know I was sitting at, at the table today doing something and the entire place was quiet and I started singing a Pearl Jam song in my head just kind of like singing it and then like moved on to something else and then like I'm not shitting you five minutes later that song starts playing on Alexa for no reason at all. Oh, it's, I swear to God, it seemed like Alexa read my mind. They're in tune, man. <laughs> They're in tune. Like, yeah. And it's, it's a song that I play almost every morning. Like when I'm getting ready. Right. So it's, it's, it's a, it's a frequently played song. So maybe it's, you know, just something happened and it, it does act weird sometimes. So maybe it was just a weird thing, but just to have the song play when I'm thinking of it. Yeah. Well, there's that, that thing where people talk about, they're talking about something that they've never talked about. And then they see on wherever, wherever some web page or Facebook, an ad for the thing they were just talking about. Right. Absolutely. Right. Right away. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, yeah, um, I can't think of the the example, but um, well, I mean, kimchi and beets are gonna pop up on my fucking. <laughs> <finger. laughs> yeah, that's right. And yeah. then, a, and then a thing about uh, to stop farting so much. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. 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 Oh man, Dean, it would make my day if Alexa just started spouting out a beet recipe. <laughs> <laughs> borscht yeah there you go a good good uh good good russian borscht yeah. hey there you know you, you never know you never know <laughs> that's great so uh watch out for alexa she's always listening borscht cures for parkinson's yeah <laughs> <laughs> it, it all wraps up it all it all it all comes together that's great. Um, so one of the things that we, we always do here is that we, we, we've claimed a sponsor, even though we have no sponsors. <laughs> besides, Zen, besides Zencast, obviously. Right, right, right. right. Zen, Zencaster for sure. But uh, so like the first episode, I just did like these, you know, fake ad reads for oh, nice. uh, you know, all the popular like stamps.com right. right. Coca-Cola. We did an ad for Coca-Cola. <laughs> yeah. Cause you know, if there's anything Coke needs, it's more advertising on, you know, some right. new podcast. Right. So, um, but our, our, uh, our biggest advertiser, which means we mention them every episode, even though they don't, sponsor us is this local ice company out of chicago called lang ice okay and uh lang ice is an excellent ice dean (laughs) if it's out there i don't know if they're um making out to california but it's an ice to keep your 
eye out for because it will the tagline that i made up is laying ice make your drink happy make your mouth happy laying ice nice so that's you know you'll you'll be receiving laying ice commercials in no time <laughs> We had we had this long discussion about why Lang Ice is even what makes it so great. And Brian contends that it just doesn't melt as fast as other ice. Oh, that I think that's your tagline. Lang that ice. could be it. It doesn't melt as fast as other ice. Right. Yeah. yeah. And uh being a whiskey drinker, if you drink whiskey uh with ice or meat, if you're using ice you don't want a shitty ice that waters it down within five minutes so right laying ice is the way to go (laughs) clear ice (laughs) (laughs) all right dean there's one more thing i want to get to with you that i I need your permission on something here okay i heard you talking about uh hollywood palms yeah which is a movie that you wrote right i co-wrote with patrick laberto yes yeah yeah I was trying to I was trying to watch it and I couldn't find it on any of the streaming sites. <laughs> okay. But it is on YouTube. It is, yes. But I felt bad watching it on YouTube because that's like stealing the movie. No, because uh the people who bought the movie uh sort of screwed us over and so we don't get residuals for it anyway, so feel free to watch it on YouTube. Ah, okay. Yeah. That's what I was looking for is some kind of permission to watch it because just like the premise of the movie sounds great. It sounds, it sounds exactly like what I would want to listen to or what I would want to watch. I I think it it might be on Amazon, uh, but who knows? Enjoy it. Enjoy it with my blessing. Okay. Okay, good. And uh, so Patrick, that that's, that's Dave from summer school, right? No, that's, um, Patrick is the football player. It, yeah, it's on Prime Video. Oh, right, 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 right. Yeah. He's also my dead gay son from, um, you know, that other movie. Uh, Heathers. Heathers. Oh, Heathers. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. I forgot about that movie. Yeah. He's my dead gay son, and he was on Little House on the Prairie. And... Yeah, Little House on the Oh, and, and Jag, right? Jag. Yeah, he's on Jag. Yeah, that was the big one. Right. Right. Yeah, he was the football player. Okay. Right. Right. Now I can picture him perfectly. So you guys did a lot of work together then. We did. Yeah, we did that. We did The Prince of Bel-Air, which is be pre, pre, predated summer school, which also had Kirstie Alley in it. Summer okay. school, we did ski school, we did Hollywood Palms. He ended up creating a TV show called with Scott Bayo that I did a couple episodes of. So yeah, we worked together a lot. Patrick's an awesome, awesome guy. Yeah. Cool. All right. Well, I'm I'm probably going to check out Hollywood Palms tonight then because it, it's, it looks. Go, go ahead. Sorry. I, I was just going to say it looks great. Well, it's it's of its time. It was it it got made about three years too late. Uh, it kept getting we kept getting start dates and then losing their money in start dates. But I'm I'm happy. It's some of my best work, I think. And you know, we might enjoy it. Yeah. Why it's, Why it's, do you think it's, it's, it's talking? It's very talking and. and uh, Anyway, but it's a great cast. You got Paget Brewster and Kirsten Bauer and Judge Reinholds in it. Yeah. yeah. And uh um why why do you think why did you say it was too late? 
because it was a uh, it was it's a little talky, a little a lot of a lot of chatter and not, oh, okay. not much action. But I, I'm proud of it. I mean, it came out exactly the way we made we wrote it. So yeah, but it, you know, it's of its time, and I and maybe you'll enjoy it. Let me know. Let me know. I, yeah, I awesome. Yeah. I'll, uh, I'll, I'll watch it and I'll, I'll send that along with the beat recipe. So you're, you're, <laughs> <laughs> so, okay, fine. So I'm compelled to read what you think. Go right. Right. I'll, I'll attach, I'll, uh, attach, intersperse my review in, in between the lines of the beat recipe and we'll be good to go. I just looked, um, I found a, re- a couple of reviews of it, a good couple of five stars on Amazon. And then one per- two people, one person said, silly waste of time and another person says it was one star review not such a much (laughs) (laughs) but then then someone says the writing is great and kept me entertained right till the end do yourself do yourself a favor and watch this movie great maybe maybe we could sponsor your podcast great Hey. hey absolutely Cool. I'll start talking the movie up every episode. And I'll send you a beat. Okay. And I <laughs> will have a real sponsor instead of a fake one that I totally made up with laying ice every week. There you go. <laughs> That's right. That's yeah. right. All right, Dean. Well, we really appreciate you doing it and it was it was great to talk to you. Thank you for thank you for coming coming on. That's what that's like my wedding night. and uh and even though uh even though you try to forget miracle beach we're we're gonna at least i'm gonna keep watching it because it's uh it takes me back to my uh teenage years yeah 14 year old years so all right well as long if if you just do me the favor and call it miserable beach okay absolutely miserable beach yes feel like you're you're an insider that way yeah, yeah, we're for, we're for sure much cooler that way. You know, Dean Cameron hates this movie. Who? What? <laughs> <laughs> no, well, if they say who, then they're not the people that we need to be talking to about it anyway. That's a very good point. I appreciate. Yeah, that. thank you. Yeah. Oh, one thing I wanted to mention in that is that you, it. I don't know how I realized that Dean Cain had a bit part in that movie too. Yeah, uh, yeah, it was his first movie. Okay, and like you're 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 the you're the dean that I much prefer. <laughs> fun fun fact is, I set him up with Amy Dolan's on that movie, and they went out for three years. Oh, oh my wow. gosh! Yeah, yeah. So he well, uh, he wanted to ask her out, and you know he was like had one scene, so he's like, I, "That girl's really cute." I said, well, "Yeah, well, she's single. You should, single, you should." talk to her and so i said i'm gonna go talk to her you bring me this envelope and i will leave and so he did he brought me a manila envelope and i said oh thanks and i, I went I, said, oh, I gotta go and so then he talked to amy and then asked her out and they went out for a while wow. dean cameron matchmaker exactly dean cameron, <laughs> actor matchmaker writer Bourbon drinker, laying ice <laughs> user. Laying uh, ice. It's, it's the it's the freeze. <laughs> there you go. All right, Dean. Good luck in the quarantine, man. Stay well, and thanks for joining us. Of course, drive fast. Take care. Take care. Thank you. Of course. Bye. All right. Bye. Bye.